Welcome to the GrassCast, the host of your show, Quab and Sean. Game on. And welcome to the GrassCast, a show about games, life, and everything in between. I'm Sean. And I'm Quab. And we're back. April Fools, everybody. Yay. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is April Fools. Yeah, so it's been a while. Um, the last episode would have been, I looked, was uh, end of January. So taking a few months. Um, I mean, and Sean, in your hiatus, you somehow acquired uh, one of the most rare items in the world yes. at this current time. Uh, you want to talk yeah, about your you journey? PS5. Dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah, so uh, my journey began when I realized, damn, I really want a PS5. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I think that started when, uh, so we have talked about it on this podcast. This is canon that we discussed how uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is one of my favorite games. Mm-hmm. It was on the PS4. Uh, won't go into detail again, but like great backstory, really visually appealing, fun to play, just great story. And yeah, just a great game. Mm-hmm. And so the sequel has just come out, uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Um, and I got it and downloaded it on my PS4. And it was fun at first, but I could tell, Quap. I could tell oh. that there was a better version out there, oh. a prettier version, uh, just waiting to be played. And I couldn't play it on my crappy old PS4, so that was a day. How, how far into the game did you get? Like, how many hours, maybe? How many hours did I play until I decided? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't even get past the first quest. Like, I, <laughs> I saw the first, like, cinematic shot, and I'm like, nah, no. I need ray tracing. <laughs> I know what I'm missing. <laughs> Yes. I know those shadows are not real. I need those real ray trace shadows right now. <laughs> These are not doing it for me anymore. Need the real god beams. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I embarked on my quest to find a PS5. Mm. Uh, little did I know that they are sold out everywhere yeah. still, constantly. And it's not like, you know, I've, o- I've ordered uh, Apple products in the past. They have a you know, beautiful website where you just go and <laughs> customize your nice little Apple product mm-hmm. and they say, hey, we're going to make it and ship it to you soon. It's PS5 doesn't roll like that. <laughs> They're like, here's here's a few links to retailers. We think sell them. Good luck. <laughs> and so you try. I, I had tabs open for all of their little links, just refreshing oh. them every day. All of them saying sold out, sold out, sold out. None of them saying when or where we're going to get some. I tried to call like, you know, like old school, like when you actually tried to get a system back in the day and just like, we don't know when we're getting them. We've heard rumors two months from now, (laughs) three months from now, you can't pre-order them. We'll never tell you they're here until the day you call and you get lucky enough that there's one sitting and we see it and no one's claimed it yet. They might say something to you. But yeah, so I, 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 I did the refresh task for about a week and, and calling in, in desperate hope that I'd get one. Uh, and then I was like, screw that. Uh, I'm going to the marketplace. I'm, I'm talking oh. to the people. I, I know there's a secondary market for these things. Okay. And, and I'm going to try my hand at it because, you know, okay. how, how hard could it be to fudge a ps5 like you take a certain amount of risk like you're getting handed a box that says ps5 on it it's very authentic <laughs> yeah but you have no guarantees at that point so for sure um you know just kind of just did a real fast cursory search on facebook marketplace 
bunch started to show up and it was reasonably priced like they weren't jacking up the prices like if you pay oh, wow. one with tax it was about the same price so i was like okay so i found one contacted them yeah. um, contacted a few one got back to me they're like hey yeah come pick it up drove to this random person's house saw the box saw the little sticker that looked authentic saying i haven't opened this before whoa it was unopened um, handed him the cash he handed me a ps5 and we parted ways and then i quickly raced home to, to, to like <laughs> plug it into a wall and make sure that i didn't get like sold just like a little hamster in a wheel wrapped around a <laughs> ps5 box yeah yeah so it turned on and i downloaded horizon uh forbidden west and i saw those beautiful ray traces and i knew that it was worth it fantastic yeah but the other thing that sold me was the controller for the ps5 it's like mm. i don't know they, they i feel like ps5 controllers have always been really nice really really well designed and this one's you know just another evolution but like now they've got like these like force feedback buttons where like if you're trying to do something that like requires a little more strength like yeah the, the triggers like they start to put resistance on them like they okay. get harder to press so it's it's kind of a nice little feedback and you know like the, the rumble pack this is not your your grandpa's n64 <laughs> rumble pack like this thing shakes and makes sounds and it's like it's very immersive in the game so it's like it feels like it's a you know a really good controller and it, and it fits the game and i don't know okay that, that kind of sold me as well yeah i do wonder okay so for horizon forbidden west mm -hmm. like are the haptics in the the control are are they actually making use of them because i know there's like this right. one game made by like sony or something with like robots it's like a platformer that like is more like a demo reel of what you can do mm -hmm. with the with the controller yeah i mean probably not all of their games but definitely horizon because it's like ps's uh flagship yeah. game right so um you know there's a lot of like bow mechanics in the, in, stuff, in the game yeah. so it's like when you're pulling back on it which is like one of the triggers it gets tight like at first so you like you feel the force of it you hear hmm. a sound in the controller of like that twangy like <laughs> sound and okay. then when you release it like it rumbles and you hear the sound like so it's very, very uh which is that's what really cool kind of appeals to me so that seems um, interesting even that feedback loop it doesn't get like tiring it's like it feels good every time it does yeah it, i mean you, you know i don't notice it as much as that first time of like wow that's cool uh, but um no it, it definitely just you know immerses you in the game a little bit more i think so that okay. plus the ray tracing plus this now you got all the other elements of the story great like they've doubled down on the game like it was yeah. planetary now it's like more intergalactic kind of yeah. setting and yeah um yeah graphics are great obviously and uh story's great and yeah i'm just digging it so that's good yeah a friend pretty much recounted the whole story mm. to me um so <laughs> i know where it goes we won't spoil it for those mm -hmm. the people at home but it's like a it's a pretty original interesting idea i think it feels a little uh, matrixy it's like you know it's, it's yeah I mean, the first one definitely did because it's like you, you at some point there's a twist of like here's what the world really is and you're part in it kind of thing and oh okay like, you know all that machine control that you're kind of just playing a part of sort of thing and yeah it's a little bit of that so but plus the I don't know like the natural aspect how they kind of incorporate like these AIs and like making all these machine beasts and like the like all the different. Uh, AIs are like different mythical gods and like their functions in the world mm. and like how it ties together. It's so like on a technical standpoint, it's like scratching my itch and like 
on a game standpoint, obviously it's like very interesting and yeah. yeah. Just and like big. narratively, yeah, like it's, mm-hmm. it seems like a really cool world that they built. Um, everything I've seen about the game uh, is always interesting. Mm-hmm. I've never played it, but uh, I also I got uh, Elden Ring, which I haven't delved into uh, yet because it came out the exact all. same time. Uh, okay. no, a little bit, a tiny bit. Okay. But I want to finish this one first because, like, I, I don't yeah. like to juggle between the two because then you forget how to play one and you forget, like, have to muscle memory. Play, like, muscle memory, yeah. <laughs> So yeah. I'm finishing this one because I know it's going to be like a certain amount of time. And then okay. I'm going to dive into Elden Ring because yeah. I hear, I've heard things. Elden Ring seems like a lot. I haven't played a lot of like, yeah, we talked with uh, Doug mm-hmm. way back when about the, the, the Souls games. Yeah. And then I tried that Ghost of Shishima like for two seconds mm-hmm. on your on your system. And uh, yeah, that was brutal. Uh, I I don't know, Sean. I don't know if I can play these young kid games. Now. I, don't, I don't know if I have the reflexes. Hmm. It's all it's all forgotten to me. <laughs> yeah, when, when after after da- the podcast we do with Dale, I, I I jumped into Sekiro and I finally yeah. got over that hump. I don't know if we t- mm. I think we talked about that a little bit last. I don't time, th- I don't know if we talked about it. Yeah. I, got, I got past the hump. I got super into the game. And finally beat it. It was everything Dale promised and more. Um, <laughs> Yeah, really dug that, and then and then I heard about Elden Ring. So it seems interesting. Getting gear, doing stuff, mm-hmm. getting getting killed a hundred times, and then throwing your controller and coming yeah. back to it in a few days or years. Yeah, I wonder. Like maybe we could wrap the philosophy into it. Like there's a sense of <laughs> uh, facing your own mortality in these games. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Or oh yeah, on the podcast I was listening to about it when you know. Um, describing like what it is like the the guy had a really good like analogy of like it's like when you are trying to open that like a jar and Mm. like it's super tight and you're like struggling with it you try different techniques and finally you hear that like that open sound Uh... and it's like satisfaction of after all that effort like of just that that nice release is like is what these games are it's that feeling (laughs) yeah prolonged frustration with payoff Mm-hmm. but i have uh i have been watching this uh severance show on apple hmm. tv um now the concept for this show is uh say you could implant a chip in your brain uh so when mm-hmm. you go to work like a different it's still your like uh, you're you're you would experience the day as this you would wake up drive to work you would go into an elevator mm-hmm. When you're going mm-hmm. down the elevator, the next thing you remember is you coming up from the elevator, your workday done. So you'd go in, maybe you go in, you're going down the elevator at nine, you come back up, it's five o'clock. You don't know what happened at work. Um, and you live your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh, kind of terrifying. It's an interesting, yeah, it's an interesting idea. It's a little terrifying because, yeah, maybe you come back up, like, yeah, you go down the elevator, you come back up, you have a band Come back up and you're covered hands. in blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> it kind uh-huh. of breaks bad a little bit, um, yeah, in certain ways. Uh, but it was—it's a really interesting idea. Like, if you could—and I, I was thinking about it more in terms of like, do you remember the movie Click with Adam Sandler? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a little bit like this. It's interesting. Click also. The show uh, Severance and Click both have uh, what's his name, Christopher Walken, in the cast. Uh, which is interesting. Oh. Uh, but there's kind of this idea of like skipping over the parts of your life you don't want to do. Mm. Um, 
in both things. Um, the interesting thing is with severance is like we see the people at work and like those people's experience is, yeah, they wake up going down to the elevator to work and then they work mm-hmm. and then they get into the elevator and the next thing they remember is going down to another days of work. So it does sound kind of like slavery. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. And without sleep, imagine not being able to sleep. Like it's just a constant stream of Wait, why can't you uh, consciousness? Sleep? Well, the, the person's experience, because uh, it's just like this missing time pretty much, I guess. But like, say you're the work, mm. your work self, they call them innies and outies. So say you're the innie of the company. Like, yeah, all you, all you know is uh, this basement building of your workplace. You've, you, you, does someone, you wake does up. someone else's consciousness come into that body when they get down at the, into the, into the office? Like, is it someone else so that is an interesting kind of taking over that body? No, that would be interesting. So what's really fascinating in the first episode is like, uh, it's just somebody and they wake up in a conference room on a table and uh, there's just a voice uh, asking them questions. And then you quickly realize that this person has no memory. They, they can talk. They can like, mm-hmm. they have like certain functions in terms of like base memory, but it's more like an amnesiac. They don't know who they are. Um, so somebody mm-hmm. has to come in, explain the situation to them. Uh, so yeah, this person on their first day mm-hmm. is going to have no memories um, other than like knowing how to walk, talk and eat and other stuff. Um, and probably so some it's other still stuff, them. It's yeah. just like segmented versions of themselves that don't yes, remember their other different lives. Exactly, it's still them, but they don't remember their yeah. They don't know anything about the their their life outside of this work, and they potentially never will. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's an interesting. Yeah, I mean, concept. it's a good. It's a good analogy for how most jobs are done. You just go in, <laughs> you know, check in, check out mentally sometimes, and like. You know, you have your office version and your home version. And like, sometimes, yeah, yeah there's just like two separate people, right? So. Yeah, yeah. And I guess it just takes that to the next level in terms mm-hmm. of like, what mm-hmm. if you couldn't remember your work day? <laughs> and what if when you're at work, you have no mm-hmm. idea about the outside world? Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Over time, little things from the outside world creep in and you learn more about like, oh, um, other stuff can happen, but, um, yeah, it's like a creepy kind of intrigue stuff. It ha- it's has Adam Scott it has, uh, John Totoro, uh, Christopher Walken, uh, Patricia Arquette. Um, it's, it's, it's a good cast. I'm, I'm tr- I, there's a female actress. I'm trying to remember her name, but I would recommend the show, but I don't know. Just that idea has been, uh, kicking around in my head. I'm sure I wouldn't do it because I'm, I know it would be just terrible. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's a, it's an interesting concept. Is there any, um, any aspects of your life that you would like do the severance thing where you just aren't going to remember? Hmm. Um, hmm. I'm trying to, I don't think there's anything in my uh, life that I don't enjoy that much. Oh, <laughs> to, wait, to... yes. Um, any, any dentist appointment I'm checking out. Mentally. Ah. <laughs> I'm letting another Sean <laughs> take my place. <laughs> and that Sean's only experiences. <laughs> oh my God, I feel so bad for him. Yeah, all he knows is pain. <laughs> that, that 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 is like if if he ever gets out, that's like Bane, Sean, because <laughs> like all life is just pain. 
<laughs> Which yeah, is you don't want that shot roaming the streets. He, he, <laughs> that's how that's how the supervillain, the dentist, is born. <laughs> I am the hygienist. I am the knight. So, have you seen the Batman yet? I have. Have you? No. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think you'd gotten out yet. <laughs> um, yeah, I won't. I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it? <laughs> oh, that's okay. as much as I'll say. Um, I enjoyed. Are it. you so? Yeah, you ask me questions. Right? Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> so, I mean, the fact that there's so many Batman, does that dilute this Batman? Uh, does it stand apart from the other Batman? It does. It's a, it's its own unique good thing. I will mm-hmm. say that. I'm not a, I don't know. Everyone's going to put people on a hierarchy. I personally, so, okay, Batman was probably my favorite superhero Okay. Um, it's interesting, even though when you think about him, he is a rich guy who beats up mentally ill people. Right. Um, but <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just the ni- the '90s cartoon that cemented the the look. Why I like Art Deco so many things early on for me in terms of nostalgia. So I really like Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, I never liked Christian Bale as Batman. Okay. Uh, because the only other things I remembered seeing him in. He was in Newsies, um, uh, which no one remembers. No. Um, but no. Uh, I saw American Psycho mm-hmm. and uh, Shaft. There was the early, was it like, I don't know, early 2000s or late 90s Shaft movie with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Was he in Shaft? Yes, he plays uh, a villain. Uh, just just, just a bad human. <laughs> I'm like, right. why is this guy Batman? So that was my only exposure to Christian Bale. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, also the voice and stuff. But yeah, um, the like, Dark Knight you know, is You didn't like the gravelly voice? No, no, it didn't It didn't work for me. Over time, I was like, uh, fine. But like, I don't know. It, Kevin Conroy, the guy from the animated series, is that's Batman. And he'd had a great Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne. And there was mm-hmm. a distinction between them. And it was... Mm-hmm. It was very good. And now he's like Batman and everything, all the Arkham right. games and stuff like that. Right. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. That was my Batman for a long time. Um, but this new movie does mm-hmm. its own thing. I think uh, our Pats, our Bats, Robert Pattinson is, mm-hmm. uh, does a, a good job. Um, and it's an interesting kind of take on him. It's mm-hmm. it's early on. And like you see, he, he doesn't really care about being Bruce Wayne <laughs> at this point. It's more about it's it's about a guy obsessed. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, so he's not he's not trying to keep keep up the facade of being the millionaire. I, yeah, like how much? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe don't get in spoiler territory. Yeah, I won't get in right. spoiler territory. But mm-hmm. but yeah, it, yeah. I think you can kind of get that um, mm-hmm. from the trailers. But yeah, no, it, it's good. Uh, it's well cast. Um, yeah, I've been hearing hearing like people seem to like the like the Riddler and like that that villain was well done. Yeah, it's an interesting take on the Riddler. And there's a lot of like influences of movies that were too spooky for me that I never saw. So like mm-hmm. <laughs> Seven and Zodiac. Oh, okay. Um, a lot of people are like comparing this to mm-hmm. kind of like some David Fincher type vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, very, yeah, there's a very kind of creepy atmosphere with the Riddler. Mm-hmm. It is the creepiest Riddler I've ever <laughs> seen. For sure. <laughs> Um, I mean, a guy with riddles, you gotta, you gotta play him creepy because otherwise it's just goofy. <laughs> Either creepy or goofy. Yeah. Yeah. It is, uh, it's slightly different than Jim Carrey's Riddler. Um, mm, mm. but he apparently is wearing like the same style glasses as Jim Carrey's, uh, Edward Nigma, really? which, you know what, uh, 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 which a thumbnail on YouTube taught me. And that's how I got most <laughs> of my news. Just uh-huh. reading the thumbnails. Yeah. 
But yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's good. I would recommend it to you, Sean. It did feel a little bit slow in some places, a little bit long. Mm-hmm. It's like three hours, but like overall, heard, it was, yeah. yeah, so that's that, that can be challenging. But overall, yeah. I, I mean, I haven't seen it again. And when it's streaming, I'll probably see it again. I don't know if I need to see it in theaters again, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was a good different take. Okay. Yeah, different take. I'd recommend it. He actually does some detective work. I feel like Batman <laughs> in the movies does, isn't really a detective. <laughs> yeah, straight away from the, the detective part. He's kind of downplayed that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some detective work in here. But, and there's always a I thing mean, with... How, how how much was George Clooney really detectiving at that point? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. it's That's like, it is a superhero movie, but like a ridiculous mm-hmm. superhero movie. Um, yeah, but no, this one, I don't know. There's a certain... Part of me is like, what would a modern Batman movie that isn't so dour and so dark be? Would it be like the Batman Lego movie, which I haven't seen, but I probably should. Um, mm-hmm. Like, can you still kind of have fun? And it's not like a, com- there's still like some jokes in this movie too. It's not completely without like a few laughs, but it's 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 pretty dark. Mm-hmm. Um, it is interesting how the Batman, like, I mean, at this point, obviously it's had like the most film adaptations of any kind of superhero, right? I mean, oh, yeah, this, like this, this Superman might be uh, not even there's four Superman movies, uh, but I'm like the Christopher about, like, Reeves. Yeah, Superman like you movies. have a Reeves Superman and you have the one in between him and the, the latest. One. Oh, Brandon Ralph. Never forget. Yeah, Brandon. He's living his best guy. life, I think. Uh, uh, Cavill. Dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you've got very few. Yeah, Cavill. And, and I think that's partly because it was like technically hard to pull off a Superman movie. Like it's not he, Batman yeah. is just a man with a cape. Like it's not he's not <laughs> flying through the, the air and stopping bullets. So you can put him you can do it on a lower budget, right? I think maybe. I guess. Well, I mean, yeah, you can ground it in the real world with like the Nolan movies and even mm-hmm. this one. And I mean, yeah, still I'm sure there was like a million CG shots because every movie has a million CG shots. But there's a difference about a guy in like a really badass car driving through explosions versus looking like a human can fly and punch buildings. Like the physics of that is a little bit off of Mm -hmm. the fantastic. Like, yeah, Batman is more things, I guess, that are more achievable or easier to look at. Because I think even with the first Superman movie, like the whole marketing campaign was like, you will believe a man can fly. And it was like (laughs) the the special effects blew people's minds because it was the 70s or whatever. And it's like, that Mm -hmm. was the main selling point. I think Batman is about the dude, the characters and the villains. and uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, but a Superman movie is about Superman. Right. But I mean... The, the Superman, Superman movies, you know, they, 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 have, they have similar tones. Like it's still every artist's interpretation. But now we've got like so many Batman and so many different ways to like create mm-hmm. him and like play him as certain characters or play certain aspects or like play it really dark or play it campy or, you know, there's yeah. so many ways it's, it's been done at this point. And you think like how many, how, how different can it be? Right. But it's like everybody still has their different spin on it which is still interesting oh yeah we forgot to mention adam west which uh yeah i said that campy. was yeah yeah that's what reminded me yeah which that <laughs> that movie has like a great song uh it's like batman the bat boat theme 
that just stays in my head. Um, and I mm. think about it every time I think of that movie. It goes like, and that just plays on loop every, every few, every so often in my brain. Is that what, um, every time he's just on a boat or something? Is that when he's in the bat boat. <laughs> he's in the bat boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he goes off to like a, a submarine or something. The penguin has a submarine. It's a, yeah. it's a ridiculous movie. God, I gotta, I, wait. So, I didn't know that there was a Adam West Batman movie. I know the show, but I didn't know he made a standalone movie. Yeah, so there's like, yeah, I think it was in theaters. It's all the actors and it's all the sets from the show. <laughs> they just called it a movie and put it in theaters. And I think like that's mainly the the '60s Batman thing I've seen, um, mm. just like randomly as a kid because I don't I don't remember it, like the show being on anywhere. Um, yeah, I, I would watch the memories. crap out of know. that show. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't remember how I got connected to it but yeah it's 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 so i'm thinking back to like how he always had a can of like bat something ready to go yeah like bat repellent is from the movie yeah but like now thinking about it like shark repellent i should say you know he had he had the labels printed he like where was he where was he making these labels (laughs) yeah i'm sure he has a label maker spending the the time making these fancy marketable like yeah well, like okay. I just want to see I, scenes I, of him like setting up the cans and like I will say the 60s Batman really he had a lot of friends like everyone in the city loved him except for the villains like I'm sure he had like can manufacturers who were like oh this is great I love you Batman and they were probably like weird ethnic Italian stereotypes and like yes I'll make the shark repellent cans for you sir uh, yeah, yeah 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 like that's right. what I imagined that Batman's right. universe was um, well played One, wait, is it three, two, one? Three, two, one, and then go. Okay. Okay. Three. Three. Two. Two. One. One. Paper. Scissors. (laughs) I feel like you did yours after me. (laughs) So do you want to sign off with your best uh, Vladimir Putin impression? No. Oh, God. Uh, Uh, I don't know. Um, how about your yeah, best? I mean, uh, who's your favorite character from Dune? You got, you got to. Oh, I mean, voice. on name alone, there's Duncan Idaho, brother. Uh, we didn't even yeah, talk he, about Duncan Idaho. Damn, you put you put muscles on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason Momoa, what a man! Mm-hmm, what a man! Mm-hmm. Even even shaved Jason Momoa, fantastic. <laughs> it's unrecognizable. Where? <laughs> Yeah, he had a beard and he shaved within the same movie. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right, man. Okay, how about how about in your best Batman voice sign off? All right. This has been the Grasscast. But I'll also do I'm turning into a Robert Pattinson Batman. It's more like a whisper. Mm-hmm. But it's still intimidating. A little bit gravelly. But not too gravelly. It's not the Christian Bale. All right, good night. <laughs> wow, we went on an adventure. I'm yeah, can I? Uh, I wonder if I could get Kevin Conroy in there. Yeah, his is pretty gravelly. I don't know if I have a Conroy. I, I have his. Like Bruce Wayne was like 
Alfred. Selena Kyle. Harvey. Harvey Dent. My friend Harvey. No, no, that's not. Harvey Dent. Uh, <laughs> Two-Face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I have the, I don't know if I have the Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I think we'll cut it off at the bail one. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no, that was all trash. You're still recording. <laughs>